0: What's up, everybody? It's your guy, Mandi, host of Love and Logic, a podcast exploring the intersections of love and logic. What's up, everybody? It's your guy, Mandi, and I want to thank you for tuning in to Love and Logic yet again man i'm so excited to be here with you guys today because i know that today is going to be me chomping at the bit of vulnerability uh so as i talk about love today man what i'm really really excited to bring to you guys and i hope i don't get emotional about it is you know fear and love or love and fear as i would love to say it love and fear because the two can exist at the same time in the same person and also exist in its counterpart right like so Whomever love is being transferred to, fear could be resonating with them as well. But how we show up determines what we will receive from the space of love, right? And so um I want to talk to you guys about current events. Like right now, I know the show came out in around December-ish, but I didn't hear about it before January. So I started watching in January, and it's called With Love, and it's on Amazon Prime. I certainly would tell you guys to go watch it because I thought it was really, really dope. The backdrop is that of a lacked. Latt- Latin family, Cuban, and more. And I think what I'm really loving about this is that on the brown side of of the diaspora, we're starting to see more love stories and we're becoming humanized in the spaces of love, right? Like we rarely get to see black and brown people on screen talking about the pains and the growths of their human experience, right? And I think that love, you know, embodies so much of what our humanity is that... We need to see more of it on screen, right? We just need to be able to see our stories portrayed and not from this like space of like, oh, you hurt me, you hurt me, you hurt me, and I'm so over love and I just can't do this anymore and life is over, you know, and I'm angry about it or I'm bitter about it, right? But in the space that I'm trying to figure this thing out, man, love is complex, love is challenging, and if I'm going to figure this thing out. I'm going to need some stories to go along with it, right? Some that may be um, totally um, false, like what, like this story is absolutely a false story. But I'm telling you, as we are human, you know, there is definitely some truth um, in its narrative that we, I think, because love is so, so universal, we all could relate to. So the backdrop of the story is that, you know, you have this young couple who are really like, you know, um, uh, one they're very attractive both of them are very attractive but one you know lily um who is played by Esmeralda uh she believes in love because she comes from a two-parent household where all she's seen is the perfect portrayal of love between her mother and father right and then you have you know santiago santiago is very Reluctant to believe that love is a real thing because he believed that love is like superficial and it's somewhat magical, and he doesn't believe in magic, right? Little on the high and believes in magic. Now, just to give you a little bit more of a backdrop with Santiago, because I feel like Santiago's character certainly fits mine, um, at least in what I used to believe, certainly not what I believe is possible now. Uh, Santiago comes from a broken two parent home, his parents divorced at 10 years old. They reconnected when he was 25 years old and remarried. And then his mom uh, passes away of cancer. So he's really devastated. He's balancing the emotions of that grief, his recent loss, and then balancing the emotions of like, What is love and how is love supposed to show up in his life as a young man? His father's trying to promote him, you know, to go out and experience life and experience love because he's like, hey, you can't sit here and be with me all day and work all day. Yo, you need to get out. You need to go and explore. There are women who want to see you. And he had a few women interested in him in in this space. However, Lily was the one who, you know, stole his attention. So in this space, you know, As they got into arguments and whatnot, as the storyline began to progress, you notice that Santiago's fear began to become more prevalent as the days went on. Like he was like in love with her, but he was so afraid that he would become hurt. So he pulled out and he made it really hard for her to love on him. She was so in disbelief that her parents actually weren't perfect and that they actually experienced problems that it made it very hard for him to love on her. The way that he knew how to love on. Right. So it was like this ideal situation of like you're perfect for me. I'm perfect for you, but not kind of sort of. We don't know what's happening. And what ends up happening is as Lily begins to see her parents struggle, she begins to identify that love is complex and love takes work. But love with the right partner is always worth it, right? And so she doesn't allow fear to settle in with her. Santiago, on the other hand, began to experience love through Lily because of her persistence, her willingness, her desire to continue to try to meet him no matter how hard it was. She had just been determined that she was going to meet him. And eventually she won him over. I mean, they broke up during the show for a span of time. And then, of course, as the storyline would have it, her father had a heart attack, was laid up in the hospital, he and his wife are having the problems, but now they're, you know, resolving their problems because a heart attack, I mean, hell, nothing like a heart attack to place shit in perspective, right? When you are faced with death's doors, like, oh, this is the person I really love, let me not F this up because of my pride, right? And so in that space, like it became like, oh, let's get everything together. What I really, really, really loved about this show, man, was that love was all throughout the show. I mean, echoed from the LGBTQ couples who were two males, um, the true, I would call them the great matriarch and patriarch, um, the, the um, um, Lily's great grandparents or grandparents, should I say? Uh, were in love and they just couldn't get enough of each other (laughs) and it explored that old love like that 70 something year old love man that was like still hot and keeping the fire underneath them and it was really really cool to watch and then you had lillian santiago you had santiago's parents um unfortunately we didn't get to see the relationship between his mom and his dad but we got to see the love that his dad had for his mom and then we got to see um a transgendered um uh 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 what is what was she uh uh, i think she was an oncologist um finding love um with a partner as well um a, a colleague a doctor as well right and what was so amazing about that was we're getting to see trans stories being told on screen as well from the brown perspective man i'm telling you just loaded with good stuff like go watch Go watch, you all. I'm telling you, like, I think you would love this show. Well, anyway, how does this all relate to fear and love? So I want to talk about me a little bit, and I'm hoping that this will help some of you because if you're like me, man, um, you don't like to be vulnerable. You don't like to be open. Um, I utilize this platform to do just that, begin to chomp at the bit of some of my fears. Being vulnerable for me has usually represented me being taken advantage of, all right? Um, I grew up in a family where vulnerability was not accepted. It was not embraced. Uh, I, I I, unfortunately got into relationships where being vulnerable, even expressing like things that made me uncomfortable or disliked uh, was almost like, a, you know, some sort of punishment. Um, and I learned to not show up in those spaces being vulnerable because I feared the consequences. And what I didn't noticed was that as I began to go from one relationship to the next was that I was bringing that baggage with me, right? And so I had witnessed my mom and my dad have, you know, a tumultuous relationship, right? And I had brought the baggage of their relationship into my, my relationship with myself and then into my relationship with partners. Then I witnessed the relationships that I had of my partners and I, and I brought when that relationship would end, I would bring that baggage to the next relationship. Now, I want to be honest. I didn't realize I was doing that shit, right? I just did it and didn't even know it. And um, I was talking to a homie earlier today, and I really felt sad for him, man, because I was like, yo, you know, he was like, I'm giving up on love, man. I'm just not looking for anybody, and I, I refused to, you know, open myself up because, You know, I've just been hurt too many times and I was like, well, man, you know, uh, not that it's your fault and I certainly understand, but that was because you had an opportunity to love and it was more beautiful to have that opportunity to love. You just ended up loving the wrong person or not so much even because I'm still toying with this, guys, I or you know, everyone. I just I really am toying with this idea that we don't love the wrong people. We just love people. From the wrong spaces be it the spaces of time like they just weren't a great match at this point in our lives or we weren't in their lives or whatever But I I just don't know that it's coincidental that we cross paths with people and we love them accidentally Right, I think that we love people because this is who we were supposed to love and then we're supposed to learn lessons along the way For the person that we get to share life with now you know, whatever that looks like, I guess it's whatever it looks like. But I won't say that I have all the answers, man, because I really don't. But I was really sad because my man was really like, I'm just giving up. And I was like, man, you know, you are not the sum of someone else's experience and their decision isn't a reflection of your value. And so to give up on love, it's like you're still empowering the past, you know, from what has hurt you to be able to decide like, How are you going to show up for love now? And fear is very paralyzing, man. You know, and we know these two things or these two mantras that we talk about fear, which stands for false evidence appearing real or forget everything and run. Right. And my thing is, if you're going to give into either of those mantras, like giving to the one that says forget everything and run like forget everything from your past and run towards the present space that love offers you it is frightening because you don't know that the person that you are directing your love to could actually hold all that you are right but the only way to find out is to go with love like if you stay in the corner i can assure you the only place that you're going to you know that is cultivate your attention is fear and fear is octopus-like in nature. It has tentacles in everything, and it's subtle, and it sucks the living life out of you. The living love that is in you, it sucks it out, and it paralyzes it. Is, it is almost like it introduces a neurotoxin to your, um, to your heart's system that disallows a response for love to come through that is appropriate so that when love shows up, love gets to show up like, oh... I see you ready. You I see you want to manifest. I see you want to grow with this person. I see you want to grow in yourself. I see you want to grow and expand, you know, your your ability, your thought, your you know, who you are, your emotions, right? And when we are paralyzed like that, it is impossible. And I'll be honest with you. When you are like that, you are a challenge to love. So even if the right person shows up and that is your viewpoint of love you're going to be hard to love and then when you're hard to love love has a choice too and it's like well i'll step aside and then we'll take it out on love to say well you you know you left me with jason you left me with kim you know none of them stuck around for me none of nobody stuck around for me nobody was willing to go the extra mile for me and then the question becomes well, were you willing to go the extra mile for you though were you willing to get out of your own way And I am saying to you guys, man, in this season of 2022, where the pandemic has really like stripped us down, bare naked bones, where everything that we thought we knew we are learning that we didn't know, you know, empower yourself to learn a new way with love. I will admit, um, as the Valentine holiday approaches, I am sad. I am sad that I don't have a love of my own. Um, I am sad that, you know, I'll spend Valentine's Day alone again this year. And last year, I went all out. For those of you who, you know, follow me on Instagram and Facebook, you saw that I went all out. I did a whole show. That wasn't for you guys. That was really for me. And I just wanted to share with everyone else because I was going through, um, I had already gone through a breakup but i was still processing it and 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 it and it still resonated with me and it hurt and i didn't want to be sad um last year valentine's day and i wasn't um to my surprise i took myself out on a date here at my um, in my place i cooked myself this gourmet meal brought myself flowers chocolate wine uh put on music licked the fireplace laid down by the fireplace even got into myself sexually Not going into too much detail there, but I wanted to renew myself like, like, yo, what is it that I really like in every way? I didn't want to leave no stone unturned, right? And I just enjoyed myself, right? And this year I'm going to do it again. But if I'm honest with you guys, it doesn't take away this thing that I have to do it alone again. And you add to that, that I'm 40 years old and, um, you know, there are many things in my life that don't look like I want them to at this time. Um, I like everybody else have great reason to be afraid. And yet, and yet, man, I, I, I I have the hope and the belief in knowing that love is for me. Um, and I, you know, just want to encourage everybody who's going through this thing, you know, together. If you're single, we're in this together, right? If you're single, we're in this together And I want to encourage you guys to, you know Comment on the podcast When you see them comment, let me know If you want me to reach out to you directly Like I said, one thing I, I love doing Is being able to talk to people about love, man And so I'm willing to listen to a, um, you know, to a caller um, As long as it's not crazy, right? As long as you're not saying nothing crazy <laughs> As long as you ain't like, oh yeah, I love you I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you too But not in that intimate way, right? I love you for being a listener, I love you for being a supporter. I love you for, you know, being on this love journey with me and wanting to experience this together with me with nothing crazy. Um, But I say all of that to say, man, in the true spaces of vulnerability, that I, you know, I am afraid too. I am afraid that, um, you know, um, even with all the hope and belief and the knowing, uh, that, you know, what if love doesn't come for me again? And I, it's in those spaces that I'm reminded that if I'm going to what if, I, I gotta if I'm going to what if downwardly, I've got a what if upwardly. And it is what if love does come for me again? And not so much what if love comes for me. What if when love comes for me, I'm not ready? I don't want to know what that looks like, right? So I keep doing all this work on myself because I truly want to be in a position of readiness when love's, when love reveals itself to me again right, because I truly do know I am deserving of love, and I am deserving of love just because not anything special that I've done, just because, right, just straight up because, like, I am deserving of love, and I think if you're a listener, you are deserving of love too, right, and so it may seem crazy to, to some people, like, you're gonna risk your career and all this other stuff for love, yes, I am, because, you know, I live for the experience of love, not the experience of, you know, my job and getting more money. I mean, there's a place for all of that. I mean, love don't pay bills. So (laughs) so so you want to love responsibly. But you also want to make sure that you love with reckless abandonment. Forget all the stuff that came from your past and just love, man. And it's not always easy and it's not always going to be pretty and it's not going to be, you know, but it doesn't always have to be complex either. Right. Um, And I hate to break it to you guys. Newsflash. Love is going to be complex, even with the person that you love most. right. It's going to be complex with the person you love most. It's still worth. Embarking on the journey. Right. And so. I mean, in my space of honesty, man, I just want to say to you guys, man, I have just as much reason, especially belonging to the smaller community, to be afraid that love won't come for me. And I used to think, well, you know, if love doesn't come for me by way of my race, then I'm really not going to open myself. But I'm even changing that thought. I've exchanged that thought for. However, love shows up in whoever, Lord, love shows up in the way of my attraction, of course, because I'm not going to lie. I'm vain in that way. I got to be attracted to you. Right. I got to be attracted to you because if I'm not attracted to you, then love won't happen in my mind. It just won't. But I mean, it's possible. It's possible. I've seen I've seen crazier things. Right. But, you know, it's this space where it's like we got to I want all of us to like go in and arrest fear. When I say arrest fear, I mean fear is truly like a lawbreaker and that's how you got to see it. Wherever fear is, and there's a healthy fear too, guys, but that's not this. There's a healthy fear too, but when it's unhealthy, you got to arrest it. Like you got to arrest that shit yourself. You got to call fear out many times in your life and say, yo, look, you're a lawbreaker and I will not let you stay here. And then if you're going to create laws, make sure that the laws are sound to support the law of love, the law that you want, not the law that you distrust or that you've come to fear. That's not how love works. So I just wanna say, man, like love on yourselves in every way possible before your person arrives. Don't wait for them to arrive before you love yourself because if you are waiting for them to love yourself, you may not be ready when they show up. But if you will arrest fear, I know mama and daddy didn't work out. I know your sister and your brother did your sister and your brother's relationship, their marriage, you know, failed with their wives or with their husbands. But their relationship doesn't have to re- represent yours. First starting with yourself and then with someone else. Arrest fear. Arrest mistrust. Arrest experiences of the past that inform your inability to show up and say present, when love asks, are you here? You may even want to call yourself out by name. So as Valentine's Day approaches, I'm arresting the fear that is trying to distract me seeing love. Even if I am by myself, I am enough. I am enough, and I know that. And I hope that you guys know that you are too. Or you all, rather. More inclusive language here. (laughs) so until next time love yourselves and love someone else on purpose with the idea that you're releasing fear on purpose too